Welcome to In the Spotlight with Desi Five, a podcast focusing on culture, the human experience, music, and more. Our main focus is to continue the long but worth it journey of bringing the world together. I am an entertainer, singer-songwriter, show producer, and I began my entertainment journey in 2008. I've worked with so many people and created so many relationships. I would like to shine light on some of Dallas's most influential people of culture, art, music, and beyond. This podcast is recorded in front of a live audience every first and third Sunday, 7 p.m. at the Peak Inn in Old East Dallas. It airs weekly on all major podcast platforms. You know, I decided that I'm going to go out and have a drink, and I'm going to go out and have a drink with one of the most exciting bartenders in Dallas. She is not only a great bartender, but she is my friend. We are so natural when we're around each other. Y'all give it up for the one and only Corinne Medina. How are you, Corinne? I, I'm better now that I've uh, I'm better now that I've uh, had a couple of rumples to ease my nerves. Okay, well, you know, to, to ease your nerves a little bit more, I see you got me a shot. Yes, now. I do. So have let's do one. a little quick little, little shot. Cheers to this <laughs> podcast. So I started this podcast to to make my bartender mark some money. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I started this podcast to really bring up, you know, talk about the culture of Dallas and 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 you know, just passions, music, art, everything. And you know about all of those things. You know about the culture of Dallas. You know about you know where if you need to know what to do during the week. I believe that you can call Corinne and Corinne be like, so on Monday, you do this. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the reasons why I felt like it was good to have you here. And then, you know, we all just want to hear a bartender's perspective because <laughs> you guys are like our little therapist that keeps us boozed up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So but, how I mean, are we you? get therapy from you all as well. You know, we get the people watching. Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah. you know, that's needed. Yeah, people it's watching. slow, but when someone comes in, we get to so watch whatever. De- define the to door. the world what is slow. <laughs> what is. <laughs> when it's slow, what oh, is that? When there's just not many people at the bar and we're standing around and trying yeah. to, you know, wait for the, the calm before the storm, as you will. The calm before the storm. Do you get excited? You know, like, okay. We all have regulars. I used to bartend in New yeah. York. You know, we all have our regulars. But you know, sometimes when you go into like autopilot, and you you do give you're, you're giving service you're, you're giving them a drink to somebody you just like not really like seeing them sometimes do yeah you go there some, you know I, what mean, I mean I do it depends on so when if I'm working a busy show and mm-hmm. it's you know balls to wall busy so you busy. Know, seven deep at the bar yeah you, you can the best you can do is just introduce yourself real quick ask for their drink without just saying like what do you want you never yeah. want to yeah. say it that way you know what can I get you today hey have you ever been here before but when you're super busy like that you still have to be professional and get their order and get them heck out. Get them out. But still make them feel comforted comfort yeah. at wanna, the same time, mm-hmm. you know? And I know that's a, that's a craft in itself. It is, because it there's is. order takers and then there's bartenders. They've been waiting in line for a yeah. minute. They finally get to you. But don't you hate the ones that's been waiting in line forever and then they finally get to you and go, yes. so what do you drink? Yes. What is your favorite drink? <laughs> Rumple. Here you go, baby. <laughs> 
Only take always, one or you'll be time traveling. <laughs> I met a guy and he says that was the first thing he said to a bartender. And I said, nine times out of ten, a bartender don't have a favorite cocktail. They have a favorite shot. I said, so if you ask them what's their favorite drink, they're probably going to be like Jameson. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, but <laughs> I mean, I'm all over the place with drinks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be drinking you know, whiskey one night or one night I'm drinking tequila or one night I'm mm-hmm. drinking wine. Like, I'm all over the place. Yeah. So when people do ask me, what's your favorite drink? I tell them to pick their poison, you know, yeah. like, do you want whiskey, vodka, rum, gin? and then I'll make something based on, the, you know, on that. And that's why you're the best bartender. <laughs> well, so what, where are you working in Dallas now? Where, okay. where can we see Corinne? Where can we find you and come and... Well, and, I'm at the factory, okay. which used to be called the Bomb Factory. So we're called the factory now. And Studio, which is the venue next door that used to be called Canton Hall. So okay. just if anybody is, you know not sure of what this place is or where it is this is the old location okay same guts inside same people that work there we just reopened it as a different name okay and so i'm there mostly and then you'll find me at green elephant sometimes which i still love to call home bar yeah because i've been going there since i was probably uh 17 okay that was just two years ago you're supposed to be there i don't (laughs) i don't know i've been there for a very long time so i love being able to like you know, do like little shifts here and there for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good family to work and that for. And it all comes from creating good relationships. You know, there's not Real. everybody that can say that they've worked somewhere and they can just go back and pick up a few shifts, you know. Exactly. So that already shows your work ethics. And I mean, I think you do the same thing at Three Links. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, I was there for eight and a half years. Now I'm still technically, if they need me, I would I'm love here. to do it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then at Inwood Tavern, which is a whole other beast of a place. Oh yeah, and, and this that is the Inwood Tavern in Holland Park. Pretty the, much lovers in Inwood. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, it has fifty-eight years now that it's been. My friend Tyler used to DJ there. You remember Tyler G? DJ Tyler Dean. Ooh, I don't. Yes, he actually, to, I think that he used to DJ at the Corner Bar when the Corner Bar was across from. He's Cretius. married to Megan, which is one of the bartenders. Okay, yeah, yeah well, Tyler. Yeah, pretty sure Tyler Dean. He used yeah, to yeah. run around. Dude, did you ever go to Corner Bar? Man, it was over there. It was a McKinney. very long time ago, oh. and it was the little bit that I remember was very hazy, and it was boom and boom. Oh <laughs> man, and you know Boone's Farm. <laughs> <laughs> well, not boom like that, but you know, yeah. You but I will not. On. I will not say. I will not say no to a Strawberry Hill. Exactly. Because I haven't had one in a while, and yeah. why not? You know. Maybe we should have one soon together. Yeah, we should. Get us just get some booms for them and just <laughs> chill it and put it in the cooler. <laughs> I don't say no to many drinks, and uh, one of my fellow bartenders is like, "Man, you'll really drink anything." I'm like, "Hey, if it's there, I'll, I'll do take it." it. But I'm you not know, gonna be picky what's if I want also drink. interesting, Corinne, is you know, with you being a bartender, with you being a nightlife person, which you're better at it than I am, you still find times for self care. I try. I noticed that about yourself. You still go to yoga. Mm-hmm. You still do things. You're, I'm still you're waiting out for there. you to come to yoga. I know. I'm still waiting. <laughs> well, actually, guess what? Even night ones. I told you I have to come now. You have to. I'm just, okay, so I have to come. My doctor, I went to see my doctor mm-hmm. last week, and my doctor said, Des, you're doing good, but he says your blood pressure is still a little high. And I said, well, it's because of the profession that I'm in. I'm constantly putting out fires. I'm constantly organizing something. Someone drops out. I immediately get antsy because of that or something happens or I have to de- so my job is constantly just like putting Put out fires yourself as the middle man yeah and so he was like well, he said we need to figure something out to calm you he says do you meditate I said I could do it more but I do meditate he says what about yoga I said oh it's funny you say <laughs> I said it's funny you say that I have two friends that have been like yep. Knock, 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 Desi Yoga. Knock, knock, mm-hmm. knock, knock, Desi Yoga. And shout yoga. out to Taylor, one of the best shout bartenders in. 
I'm going to have her here too. But see, she works on Sundays, and that's her biggest night to make money. Then we will go to her, damn it. Yes, I'm like Taylor. But then, you know, maybe one, she said, Desi, you know, maybe I could fix it where I can go in late and I'll do this to do it and then I said well we'll I do want to have her on she's amazing but I love her yoga I was a, I'm still Corinne and when I go because we're supposed to go Tuesday I'm supposed me and Taylor supposed to have a, 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 a it's sleepover it's a 10.30 a.m. Yeah, Tuesday we're supposed to have a sleepover at her house this is what's supposed to happen because I'm going to dinner with my other friends but then me and Taylor supposed to have a sleepover and then go to yoga well I happen to be off on Tuesday uh-huh. and I happen to live maybe five minutes from her okay so I'm maybe I'll just I'll, I'll come pick y'all because up I'm I'll nervous. take the roof off of my jeep we'll have yeah. we'll have the air blowing and get okay. the nature going yeah and it's one of our favorite yoga teachers Austin I absolutely love him okay at Black Swan Yoga Austin Ratchet Rabbit Okay. I'll throw out his for him because he's literally I one of my favorite ones, and he's made me come back more and more. Okay. Just because well, he I has noticed the how best you, energy. You've been like, going to it for a while, and that's mm-hmm. why I admire. Like, you know, when we slug him down, I'm, 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 I, I, I slug him down. But I was that guy that by the next day, I'm just like. Uh, uh, you don't want to do anything. No. I don't want to do anything. I just want to watch RuPaul's Drag Race, binge watch it, and yep. eat. You know, but to get the gust, the gusto to get up. Because you know, I and mean, I think that's probably why you're able to still thrive through it, and and, and because you 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 have you make time for self care and yeah, go, it's physical you, and mental, and it's hard to do it. It's hard to get up. It is very it is, hard. There's so many times that I'm like, I just don't want to do that. I want to just turn around and just hit mm-hmm. the snooze button, go back to bed. But I'm like. I know my future self will be happy with myself, and so I do it, and then I am happy, and I'm yeah happy that I did it, and I got up. I mean, I've gone to yoga. And I was still feeling a buzz from the night before. <laughs> yeah. And I was yeah. like, no, you said you were going to go. You're going to go. Yeah. And that's so what this, I admire about this you. This is yeah. slash punishment. You need to sweat through it. But mm-hmm. also, it's just kind of a reminder. Hey, you're trying to better yourself. You got you to gotta do it. So please be there for me on Tuesday. I will. Because you know what? I'm nervous about doing stuff in front of people. Like, I'm, I was I'm nervous too. about being shaky. No, no, no. I was too. And yeah. I still get like that. Yeah. Um, I go to a lot of beginner classes yeah, still because I still feel like I'm a beginner. Do you know Kevin um, Butler? I know that. Yeah. He goes to, like, he goes to, and he's a, he's a big tuba player. He plays with the Revelers Hall Band. And his, I know that name. He, because he goes to Black uh, Swan. He goes to very big, tall. Big, big tall white boy? Big tall white guy. Yes, Lurch. I've seen him. <laughs> I've actually seen him. Yes. Because yeah, so we I, saw each other and I was like, hey. And he was like, hey. Yeah. Like, okay, I know who So I had a lunch with him because we we're, were planning some stuff with Pride, with Revelers mm-hmm. Hall. You know, and... Uh, and I was telling him about how I have to take yoga. And he goes, I actually go to yoga. I said, you go to yoga? And he goes, yeah. I said, well, I said, and, he, and I said, I'm just nervous about being shaky. He said, Des, I'm so shaky. He said, yeah. it's okay. Just but no do one, it. it. Everybody is there for themselves. Yeah. And I, when I would go there at the beginning, and I still do this sometimes, I look around when I'm not sure about, about a position. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I'm looking around. I'm not looking around to see, oh, Who's can they hold me? this? Or can they do this? No, because yeah. I don't give any fucks about that. Right. I just care about myself, and I just want to know, am I doing it correctly? Because some teachers will tell you, some are just, you know, they have a big class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I like everybody at Black Swan. They really I mean, do take care of people. To be a bartender and doing what you're doing, and, and I, 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 listen, I'm not trying to brag, but you got a dope-ass Jeep. You live in a nice condo it's, apartment. It's pretty Thank you. <laughs> it's brand new. It's the, that's only why. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's I haven't just like, it up yet. You know, but <laughs> there is there is opportunity. You know, yeah. for people that want to, you know, 
live the nightlife and, and bartend. You or, can make money. Whether you can you make just, money. You can still do like the regular folk. Yeah. You know, and, and I and I see that in you. I see that when you, you know, you show me that on a daily basis. When I go to your house, I'm like, oh, so she is regular. <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, and, and, and that's the, the, you know, that's that's the reason why I wanted the reason I wanted to bring you here. Just so you can see, hey, I'm a bartender. I take care of myself and I love to have a good time. And you do love to have a good time. You were there at my 40th birthday. Yes. You call me. You know, <laughs> Corinne, I love it because sometimes you'll call me out of the blue or text me out of the blue I'm just thinking about you Desi and there would be that moment where I really 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 need it you needed it because I probably was like you know down and out or something you know so you are a light to this city people know you and you are valued and you are worth it being on this podcast and I know you got some shit to say we both got some shit to say <laughs> You're gonna make you know, me, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> I can see it right here. You know, I know how to make I appreciate them cry. This. No, Thank seriously, you. no, and, and I want to show my appreciation because, you know, this is a podcast, and we don't get to do this often. But I'm learning that this podcast has given me an opportunity to tell people how great they are and make them feel great. And I just want you to know that you are valued and you are a great person. And we all see it. You know, I strive to be Korean. <laughs> Shit. I strive to be you, baby. Are you kidding me? We've been knowing like, each other for so, so long. long. And oh, my gosh. And okay. I like how you, before, before we started, you had told me, you know, you feel so comfortable around me. And I've always felt so comfortable and natural around you. Oh, yeah. Like, so comfortable where you grab my dick. Yeah. I may or may not have done that. <laughs> Do but you remember that? Yes, I do. God damn it. I thought you were going to talk about that. Of course. No, it's funny. That's I, us. Look, I can be very touchy-feely when I'm feeling a little good. <laughs> so we were at, okay, picture it. 2020. No. Maybe 21. I don't know. Wits was they back was from Austin? Because I was only in Austin for a year. Wits End was still open. Wits End was still open. Oh, but wait a minute. Oh, Korean girl. I just thought about it. We got so much past, girl. I remember when you was dating somebody and then you was dating somebody else then you moved to Austin and you came back and yeah. you was dating somebody and not, no I haven't I haven't dated a lot of people not a lot of people no it's the same no, what was his name which one I've only dated see which one no 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 <laughs> because literally at the age of 41 I've only had one two four boyfriends and one girlfriend okay so I remember the that's girlfriend. pretty good I remember me you and the girlfriend would oh. see each other like 7-Eleven late after the bars closed <laughs> What was her name? Andy? Andy, yeah. Yep, yep. I told myself, I was like, no one younger than me. Because <laughs> I had dated Kyle before that, and he was five years younger. And I was like, no one younger than me ever. She was seven years younger. But I was at the, uh, my eyesight was where her boobs were. Yeah. So, you Perfect. know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, you know what? Let me just try it. Yeah. So <laughs> when you moved, to, wait a minute. So you, what, what year did you move to Austin? Uh, it was 2019. 2019. Yeah. Okay, I was still in New York at the time then, but yeah. Yeah, but I was still traveling back to work at Bomb Factory because we had so many shows. Mm -hmm. And I worked uh, ACL, and then I was traveling back to Bomb Factory, and then I ended up working at the Jackalope off Dirty Six for my homegirl Micah, which she used to be... She would come in with her mother at Reno's when I worked at Reno's back in the day. So you worked at Reno's, girl? Oh, yes. I worked at Reno's twice, honey. Did you not know that? No, I did yes. not. If, if only my MySpace could talk. Because... <laughs> 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 Jesus, Mary Joseph. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, we were three's of Oh, yeah. Like There's so much. There's so much. So much. So, so, so much, much that is gone. So, but you know what? And we've done it all in this beautiful, wonderful, <laughs> crazy-ass city of yeah. Dallas. 
and it's brought us together in the nightlife. You've seen me perform. Yes. Speaking of performing, The Bum Factory, what was one of your favorite shows? Oh, it was um, New Year's Eve, and the opener was Desi Five. He was <gasps> absolutely amazing. Who did I? Who did I open up for? Um, uh, Mark Ribelet. How do you say that? I don't know. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? I one of my favorite performances of yours was in the back of Armory, and you had you had came into town. Was I in that pink? And I had the little flowers. Shit, in I don't remember what the I hell you were. I think that's exactly what it was. But I know that's when the other boyfriend, because I've only had so many. Alex and I went to Armory, and you did absolutely amazing. You like the back patio was on fire. I felt at home. Oh my god! I was so ha- it was. It and was, you had been in New York for a minute, and you yeah, came home, and we're like, I, we're going to the damn show. Because mm-hmm, I had, I had, um, I was asked to open up for Sharon Needles, who was winner of Drag Race mm-hmm. All Star Season Four in Denton. They flew me down here, so I was like, I might as well book a show while I'm in Dallas. But that show, particular show, was epic. I the, it was just, not only just you, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, 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 but no. It, it wasn't just you, it, it was all of you, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it was like, the weather was great, the lighting was great. A lot of people didn't know about that backstage at Armory. Right. That's an amazing place It's of an its amazing own. place, yeah, yeah. I hope to do a Peter show Dan, there in July. the whole staff, you know. So what do, you, what do you think about the state of Deep Ellum now? Um, you know, so we've seen Deep, you and I, I know for a fact, have seen Deep Ellum in its ups. We've seen Deep Ellum in its downs. Remember when Deep Ellum was vacant? I do, because when I started hanging out down there, we still had the cobblestone and the intersection mm-hmm. before they redid all the roads and they redid the streets. And Remember I that mean, little bridge that was under oh, um, Good yes. Latimer? Yeah, had the little, yes, yeah, I missed that. that bridge. But you know what? When I go under the Corinth Bridge, Coming back from yoga, we'll, uh-huh. we'll go back to yoga. Uh-huh. I go down the Corinth Bridge and I go underneath. I love going underneath that because it reminds me of the Deep Ellum Bridge. Yeah, and then yeah. I honk my horn really loud and it like, you know, annoys everybody else. But I'm happy. So. But you know now, you know, because it we, makes me. Happy. You know, because I can remember back in 2005. You know, when I had just got a car, I was in. It just mm-hmm. came home from college and NERD was like the craze at the time. And I remember riding through Deep Ellum on a Friday night. We didn't get out to go to bars, but we would just, just cruise the cruise strip. Cruise the strip. We would mm-hmm. just cruise the strip. And that's mm-hmm. when I was like, you can actually smoke a blunt and walk around. You're not going to get, because back in the day, it wasn't like that. I mean, I kind of feel like you can do that now. You can't. You can't? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so, I've, yes, I've seen it go up and down. I think I started in Deep Ellum. Because I was, I think I started at Reno's. I was at Palladium, two thousand six or seven. So when were you so working I, at Reno's? Around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Because so I was, at, I started at Palladium. It used to be called Palladium Ballroom. Mm-hmm. Gillies was actual was country good. bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was at Reno's as well. So let me tell you. Do you remember, in the alley where Reno's is, there was a soul food restaurant called Varian's Place. Yeah. Where Serious Pizza is now. Yes. Because you had July Alley, mm-hmm. and then you had Vern's Place. It I was refused like to go into the second side of Serious Pizza because that was July Alley for me for the rest of my life. Maybe like that's where I got my start. So let me tell you, my grandmother owned Vern's Place. Oh. Yeah. My grandmother owned we Vern's didn't Place. We know each other then. Yeah, because, we, see, you know where CBC is? You know, mm-hmm. right? That was my grandmother's actual restaurant. She was there for 40 years. 
Um, and so I grew up in Deep Ellum. And so the train was supposed to go through where that where CBC is, and so they made her move. Wait, from, what? Yeah, yeah. Wait, exactly. So when they were building the, building the green line, you know, the yeah. guardrail, so they told my grandmother she had to move out of her spot, which was at CBC, because they said the train's going to go through there. But obviously, the train isn't going through there. CBC is still open. She said nope. But she had to move to where Sirius Pizza is, and when she moved there, the rent went up significantly. But we're not going to even go on the sad story about that. But I used to, I had a band. I didn't. I wanted to be a musician, mm-hmm. and so my and in, 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 in the attic of where Sirius Pizza is, there was a little attic. And I There's asked an her. Attic? Yeah, there was an <laughs> attic up there, and okay. so I had started Don't give this me a rock. Place to go climb because I was. No, yeah, I had started this <laughs> rock band because I I didn't want to do R and B. I didn't want to do because I was like every black artist do R and B. Every black, you know, whatever. And I had this rock band, and I was like, where can we rehearse? I really I, I taught all of my musicians in that band, but I saw this spot in my grandmother's restaurant. I was like, aha, can can they use this spot? Y'all not storing food, nothing yeah. up there. She was like, yeah, you can use it. So. I would have, me and my, my guy that played the guitar, we made it very hippie, we had tapestries up there and lamps, and we called it the Gypsy Hideout. That's where the gypsies would go hide out, and so we would practice there and smoke pot. And Amy Phillips, <laughs> oh, Amy. used to work next door at July Alley, oh, would Amy. come over and be like, I smell pot. <laughs> And it wasn't an authoritative way. It was like, uh, can you pass it to me now? No, it wasn't can you pass it to me now because we were like little kids to her at the time. Oh. Like She was like, um, I'm going to tell Miss Vern that y'all are smoking pot. And we're like, damn. But then she was like, let me hear it. Anyway. Exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> Amy, you definitely have to have her on your... I do not have Amy. Me. She is like... <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> so, back to I'm Amy. I like snorts. So she would, hear us re- she would hear us rehearse. Yeah. And so one day she says, you know what, guys, why don't y'all just bring your gear over here? Yeah, because so the stage. So my first gig ever in Deep Ellum, in Dallas, ever, was at July Alley <sighs> next to my grandmother's restaurant. And we were, we were and Erica Lehman mm-hmm. was there, and she booked me for a gig for her. And then I have been performing in Deep Ellum in Dallas ever since. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but it was behind, and I, and I used to sneak to Reno's and look in there, because I wasn't old enough. But I, I mean, I was old enough at that. Was I, yeah, I was old enough at that time, but I wasn't ready. But yeah, I would look in because there and be Reno's like, was a, it's it's had, it's still Reno's, but it's definitely a lot different than Because you know Roy that hangs up there now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, cause I know all of the, they all, it's crazy when I go to Reno's and the old Reno's guys, they see me like, ah, oh, dad's and everybody's looking like, damn, how do you know them? Baby, because I am deep Ellum, honey. Yes, you are, I grew baby. up in this neighborhood. I smelt it. I've seen it go up and down. My grandmother told me, you see those skinheads over there? They worship <laughs> the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I wanted to be with those skinheads. Yeah. And the more that she said, don't be with them, the more of I course. wanted to. But now we're in this situation. I know we're getting a little deep into the late, um, into the time, but the state of Deep Ellum right now, the the shooting and the, and the everything in it's it's it's. But then also with the new companies coming in, then the it's like we're seeing it grow. But then the because stigma. I feel like the new companies don't care. They're like, oh, this place, this area is busy. We're gonna come in, put our business, mm-hmm. and we don't care about the, the neighborhood yeah. and the culture. Yeah, we just want to like plant ourselves in where it's hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. And then either they stay or they don't stay. Yeah. 
So they are have you, enough money to I, or not? I think people like you, and I'm not trying to tell you what to do. No, but tell me what but to do. But people like you should definitely <laughs> be involved with the Deep Ellum Foundation and the community, the community association, people like you and, and because and myself, which I told myself, I, now that I'm getting older as an artist and everything, I want to be more involved with the music culture of Deep Ellum, with the culture of Deep Ellum, and with our whole culture because I want to keep it flourishing and going. And that, maybe that's something no, you and I, I mean, can do. Yeah, well, can we push each other to do that? Let's push each other to do because, that. Because, and I'll push you to do yoga. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean I've been Tuesday's in the, my first day. Yes, and you're Will you it. reward I'm me with a nice it. lunch? You're going to love it. Like Desi, we're taking you to lunch because yes. you went to and actually we, Taylor and I are we'll go do to... Kalachanji's after. Have you ever been to Kalachanji's? No, I have the Krishna Temple that's over here. Oh yes, I have. Yes, yes. I have over here in East Dallas. Yes, yes. I have. Yes. So we, the last Tuesday I did with them, two Tuesdays ago, uh-huh. I met some new friends through Taylor. Love do you Taylor. see Cameron at some of the? Black I haven't ones? seen him in a while. Yeah, in a while. Okay. But I, we, I used to text them consistently. Yeah. Well, maybe hey, he'll go with go. us this Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Because once you like. I look forward to it, you know, and then I don't think about sometimes drinking after work or, yeah. or you know, like mm-hmm. there's times I'm like, oh God, I had a shift. I just want to have a cocktail. I want to go home, Yeah, you know, but, but then, the, then, then I'm like, okay, wait, I have this yoga class tomorrow. Then I start looking forward to that. No, I'll have a drink later. Mm-hmm. I want to go home so I can be ready and be up. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to wrap this up really quick, yeah. but you know, show that People can flourish as a bartender, be happy, and you exude that 100%. You don't Thank hate you. your job. You love your job. You love people. You I get paid love, to listen to music, bring, baby. I you get- <laughs> bring people together. You brought, you've introduced me to so many people, and that's why the culture of Dallas, you keep the, you, you're, you're keeping it stirred up. And so just know that. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to me and Corinne Medina. Corinne, give us your social medias, darling. Oh, <laughs> well, hell, I think it's just my name, to be honest. Okay, there's no <laughs> underscores, no nothing. Oh, it's so just go ahead and say Corinne Medina. If you need to find me, you can find me. Can't have anybody ever tell well, me. Go oh, ahead and spell it for them. At oh, it's spelled like the band Corn, but with an I. <laughs> K-O-R-I-N Medina, M-E-D-I-N-A. All yeah, right, that's it. It's simple. You need to get a hold of me. And yeah. where, you know, and you know, you already told us where, she did tell us where she bartends at, right? Okay, so you, we know yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere where you do so where people yeah. can see you. Well, I'll see you on and Tuesday. And then random events throughout the... Yeah, maybe me and you should throw a party together. I don't know why that hasn't happened yet. I don't know why that hasn't happened yet either. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much, Corinne. I will see you at the next bar. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you too. (laughs)